Welcome to the Excellent Exo Chat with Bill and Nora. Our podcast is meant to educate, inform, and discuss the ever-expanding topic of exotechnologies. If you are interested in exoskeletons, robots, or automated systems, you should listen to us. We will be discussing how these technologies impact you through chats with experts and users from around the world. Hey, Nora, how you doing? I'm good, Bill. How are you doing today? Doing all right. Looking forward to our talk today. I was thinking maybe we could kind of continue talking a little bit about agriculture and talk about wearables. Yeah, I love that. There's so much going on in the ag area with emerging technologies. And, you know, our last podcast was really fun talking about you being out in the field and growing peanuts and <laughs> lifting some heavy bags. Yeah, I was, I was a horrible, horrible farmhand. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, I, uh, and you know, there's so, there's so many different conferences and seminars going on right now that are talking about wearables and agriculture. And, um, I mean, really it's, it's, it's affecting everybody from everyday life to academia to, um, you know, just the, the average individual that goes out and buys, um, produce right yeah and and you know i think we should talk about my favorite and most hated subject which is weeds i hate i I hate weeds i have weeds in my yard i can't get my son to help me pull the weeds so i pull the (laughs) weeds uh but that's a different story but so i i saw this this invention i assume it's commercially available but you know it's on the internet and so i'm like Mm -hmm. okay this is kind of cool basically it's this big rectangular tractor and it's a robot and it just goes down the rows of your field of your crops and it's got lasers underneath i know sharks with lasers right you know it's not quite like sharknado yeah it's it's like super sci-fi here so it's got lasers underneath and it's using machine vision and all that to target the weeds versus the crop and it's killing the weeds. And so you don't have to use, you know, the idea is you don't have to push much pesticides and all this kind of stuff. And it, you know, you're not sitting out there in the tractor running this thing out in the heat. It's, it's kind of going on. So I'm like, this is amazing, right? Yeah. And you know, I don't, I don't know that people really understand like what that could potentially look like. Right. Because, I mean, not only is it helping getting rid of the weeds, but like you brought up a huge point right there, right? You don't have to use as many pesticides or herbicides. I mean, that impacts the environmental area as well, right? Right. Um, but I, I agree with you. Weeds are definitely something that are a menace in, you know, we're in southeastern Pennsylvania here. And I can tell you right now, my husband, crabgrass. Yeah, yeah. He is, he is, he's like, you know, I joke with him calling him old man Nimerichter out in the front yard picking all the crabgrass out because it just, it drives him nuts. Right. Um, But we actually had a landscaper come over the other day because typically during the summer, my husband will weed and home mulch and, you know, whole get the house looking nice right on the outside. But, but this year we, uh, we had our son home with us for most of the summer. So he didn't get to do as much as he normally gets to do. Cause our son wasn't in daycare full time. So, you know, we had a landscaper come over the other day cause our weeds, specifically clovers. Oh yeah. Um, 
and thistles have gotten really bad. And they were explaining to us that uh, thistles and clovers have like an underground root system. Right. So even when you pull them, it doesn't it, it doesn't matter. They're like spider webs under right. the soil. You know, like you pull it fine, but it pops up somewhere else, right? So having something like, like you said, like a robot or some sort of technology that is targeting, you know, the thistles or the weeds and not my, you know, my plants is is amazing. That would right. be incredible. Right. And and how does, you know, so we start talking about wearables and we're like, well, so what does a robot have to do with a wearable? Well, right. you know, one thing wearables obviously are for is they help measure what you're doing, like how many mm-hmm. steps you walk, maybe even your heart rate, who knows what, right? Yeah. But the other idea is, is they they give you some additional feature, whether it's some some ability to control, some ability to gain some information, uh, goggles that have like AR in it. So now yeah. I can I can I can see what this robot's doing, whether it's mm-hmm. on the ground or UAV or whatever. You know, right. I can identify where I have issues in a field or what I need to do in a right. field without having to walk it myself. Yeah, and I really, I mean, I do. I I do like the idea of wearables, right? Because it continues to keep the individual involved, right. you know, more actively involved, right? Because I, I can't imagine that a, a a farmer or um an individual that works outside and and in in the fields that have been doing this all this life all their lives are one day just going to be like, ah, oh, it's all right. Go ahead. Just let that robot take over. Like, no. I'm good. You know, like, no, they're going to, they're going to want to be part of the process and they should, you know, that, that <laughs> they should really. Well, and, it, and it's, there's a lot more nuances and complications to farming than, than people think, you know, I, I challenge anybody try to grow a garden in your backyard. Ugh. You, you will learn a lot of stuff about how hard it is to actually do that and what you have to do and pest and yeah. all those kind of things. And then think about that on hundreds of acres, mm-hmm. you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, my, I can think of it right now. Like my father is an avid gardener, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he could really, he's, I mean, not a farmer, not anything like that, not professional, doesn't have a degree in anything that's related to, to that. Um, but he loves he loves to garden. Um, now, now, Bill, like I'm not, I'm not talking about like my father has a a garden outside. It's one, and he has like some sunflowers and what. Wow. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> my my father has an irrigation system at his house that has like 25 zones. Oh my okay? gosh, like, that, my, that's my, a little yeah. insane, right there. <laughs> so his his idea of you know of of fun and and you know letting off steam is to go out in the garden now he would go to longwood gardens and anyone who who is into gardening has probably heard of longwood gardens and he has an annual membership with my mother to longwood gardens and they go there not just to walk the gardens but to come up with ideas to bring back to their house of course of course um so i I mean, (laughs) so having a wearable, I mean, just from him, like he, I mean, he spends his entire weekend, him and my mom, you know, they're out the entire weekend gardening. I I, I mean, again, like 20 plus zones of irrigation. You can imagine how many 
beds they have at their house that right. need to be weeded or they needed to be, you know, planted and um well and, and everything yeah. from just providing information from soil moisture ph mm-hmm. all that great oh, yeah. the other side of this is i'll i'll say from the health side of it if you're out there working in the garden mm-hmm. maybe the the wearable helps you make sure you're you're doing the right ergonomics you're not yes you're not breaking your back by you know stooping and picking up stuff right. the wrong way so there's there's a lot of avenues Oh, yeah, there is. And especially like, I mean, so last year, my mom decided that she wanted to plant tulips. Great idea, right? Everybody plants tulips. But who the heck goes out and plants 250 tulips? Oh, my gosh. My mother. Okay. So my mom decides to do this. But you know, like tulips have to be planted a specific to a specific depth. Right. Um, I mean, just thinking about a wearable of itself being able to identify like you're at the right depth, right? Like I'm planning this tool up, you know, you have hit, I mean, I, I would be done after the 10th tool up personally, but like, you know, on the 250th tool up, you're probably not paying attention to whether it's, you know, three inches or six inches. Underneath. Right. You and, just want it in. Right. 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 Yeah. Like, just, let's just get this in the soil now. Um so, yeah, I mean, wearable technology, and again, that's a small scale, right. um, you know, but just being able to go out into an agricultural field and being able to do that and plant, um, you know, whatever you're putting in your crop that year uh, could be really helpful. Yeah, and, and you know, just uh, being better aware of the environment, so not just uh, your specific land and stuff, but the weather and the other things oh, going yeah. on around you. That, that's huge, especially when mm-hmm. you're doing a, a real farm type operation, because obviously weather and, and those ca- types oh, yeah. of things have a huge impact on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. No, I completely agree with that. And, you know, the other thing is <laughs> allergens, right? Right. Right. Um, you know, so many individuals suffer with seasonal allergies and just being aware of that as well. I mean, I know you. We've been talking about it before, right? Your your tracker apps that you have on your sure. phone. Um, my son and I suffer from horrible seasonal allergies. We're both very allergic to grass. So first thing I do in the morning is I check my allergy forecast, right? Right. For the day. Um, you know, again, just like when you're going out and you're probably doing something in the field, you're going to check what the weather is. Right. You know, you want to be aware, is there a storm coming in? I mean, how many stories have you heard of individuals that a storm was 10, 12 miles away and someone was hit by a rogue lightning, lightning strike? Right. Um, you know, that's, that's items that can keep you safer. Right. Well, I'll tell you another thing. So we've been talking a little bit about mainly crops and, Mm -hmm. uh, one other aspect of farming, because there's a lot of things that go on in farming, is livestock. And, yes. And having awareness of your livestock and where they are and what fence they have broken or gotten through, because that's oh, what yes. they're going to do, is mm-hmm. huge. And and the bigger your farm, the harder that is, you know? So oh, yeah. having, having a wearable uh, that would increase your awareness of that, whether that's, you know, even simple stuff like having a UAV that you could fly and see, you know, a mile or so away and say, oh yeah, they're all right here or they're all right. down by the pond or they're, right. oh, they, they've they broken the fence in the same place again, you know? Right. Th- yeah. That that would really change the, uh, you know, the work and, and how the work is done in a farming type situation. Yeah. 
Yeah, it would be more tailored and direct to the situation versus like a one size fits all, right? Like, oh, the cattle have gotten out, but, you know, first we got to drive around, figure out what fence they got through. Right. And then try to figure out, okay, where are they based on the fence, right? Right. Um, versus if you're already being told that the fence is, you know, on the southwest corner of the property and here's the location, you know, you can go direct right to it. That saves you a lot of time. Yep. It's situational awareness and it it saves you time and effort. And, you know, everybody has workforce shortages today. Agriculture Mm -hmm. has the same problem as, as industry, workforce shortages. And so anything that gives you the ability to... I'll say multiply the people you do have. That's a good thing, I think. Oh, today. yeah. And automate, right? I mean, yeah. anything that, that that is, you know, that can be automated um, would be helpful. I mean, I'm just thinking about how they, they separate livestock and cattle, right? You know? Yeah. I mean, could you imagine if, if the gate senses how they're tagged and it only opens a specific side based on what how the cattle is tagged or the sheep or the pig or... Um, you know, cause right now you have hands that are doing that, right? Like the person stands there and they're trying to veer right as they're coming through, like what side they're going. I mean, that's, that's really hard work. You know, um, they, they may have tags and tracking and I am just not aware of it. We should bring yeah. our, uh, our colleague Aaron on Aaron's into robotics oh, and sure autonomous systems. Know. And he's, he's big in the agriculture. Mm-hmm. So we should get him on and ask him about what kind of autonomous systems and robotics are being used in ag today yeah absolutely and i know he's going to be going out to some um some seminars and workshops that are going on in the fall here that are specific towards agriculture so it would be really interesting not only to to get information on that but also his feedback on what's coming up and and new in the area all right well cool let's let's look forward to that and uh thanks for the chat today it was great Yeah, you too, Bill. Have a great week and uh, talk to you next time. Talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to us today. Please share this podcast with your friends and join us next time.